Okay, so um, we haven't talked about fr- friendly, beloved Labrador of the show, Matt Hancock, in a while. No. Um, because I think he was after after the traumatic um, after the trauma of having a uh, momentum thug brush past <laughs> one of his staff. Uh, he yeah. was really yo- the, the, the momentum guy was really yoked. He was yoked yeah. as hell. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, after-, after an Antifa-style MS-13 thug assaulted him <laughs> uh, by 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 walking by just walking near one of his staff. The yeah, M um, in MS-13 is famously stands for momentum, as we all know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, momentum has- socialism thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't really heard much from Matt in recent day, in recent uh, weeks, months, years. Um, finally, he has made his way back into my my. Um, my radar with a new policy announcement, which is to tackle shortages of doctors after Brexit by um, freeing ourselves from EU requirements for doctor training and retraining all the nurses as doctors. (laughs) (laughs) I love to do two-point hospital and just have a big giant hand pick up my nurse and like drop them into the training room to turn them into a doctor and they get a white coat. Like, yeah, that's the invisible hand. <laughs> um, also, I, I really like that it, apparently what we're doing to tackle staffing difficulties in the NHS is everyone takes one step to the right. The nurses yeah. are now doctors. Uh, the janitorial staff are now nurses. <laughs> the patients are now the janitorial staff. And there are no more patients. Everyone's cured. This, this, is, this is a storyline from the uh, much beloved old sitcom Scrubs. Um, yes, yeah. yes. It's a story. It's a scrub storyline. From what I remember, there was a nurse who like, and it was like it was a story about how like this nurse wanted to be a doctor but couldn't afford it because America's a normal place, so she'd be trained as a nurse instead. Um, but her dream was always to become a doctor, and I think by the end of the by the end of the final series, like she gets into medical school, um, like in her forties or something like that, and that was like. And yeah, but that was for them. That storyline was very much like number one, nurses and doctors are separate entities. <laughs> number two, like this was a story about like um, just fucked up college financing rather than like some mm. big genius plan. So yeah, th- this is some early learning center shit where you think that a doctor is just like a better kind of nurse. It's like yeah. they've been exposed to a like a Pokemon evolution stone. <laughs> and then they just become a doctor, or it's or it's like or it's um like your uh Asian parents who um you know Asian parents who famously want all their kids to be doctors, and when they realize that their kids are too stupid to get into med school, um or like too socially like deficient to get into med school, they're like, well, why don't you go do like biochemical engineering and then become a doctor afterwards? Mm. Um, there are like others who are like, well, why don't you become a nurse and then you go become a doctor after? So Matt Hancock is actually like emitting very like. 45 year old Pakistani dad vibes right now <laughs> and giving a lot of this community hope which is really what like what is that except for minority outreach and mm. it's minority outreach done the Matt Hancock way Hello and welcome to this premium episode of Trash Future Premium. It's on Patreon. You have to nice. give us money to do it. Um, <laughs> we, can we do tr- can we do like Trash Future ASMR at some point? We've fin dumped you that. into. We've fin- no. 
we fin-dommed you into listening to this. Show toes. Uh, we're all here. We're, we've all got our toes out. Uh, I, it's, it's Riley here. Uh, I'm in the studio with Hussein. Toe guy. Hi. Uh, I'm here with Hussein Tozvani. Um, mm. And we've got Alice calling in from sunny Glasgow. We do, yes. Sunny Glasgow, definitely no horizontal rain outside from the named storm currently obliterating Scotland. Yeah, that's true. And hey, you know what? I'm excited for there to be a bridge that definitely won't get fucked with as these become more and more regular. Yeah, that's going to be so cool. Yeah, yeah, 20 billion on a, on a bridge. Free broadband, completely unrealistic. However, yeah. uh, an, engi- an impossible bridge that will just like made out of like yarn and string constructed by Boris Johnson's like four friends that just own a fake construction firm that they set up for tax purposes. That's going to go great. Yeah. I mean, this is Boris, like the garden bridge definitely got done. Yeah. Um, it, making, definitely, it definitely wasn't like a, a garden, massive It's a garden scam. bridge for Britain that's going to be built between two future third countries. I mean, this is this is what I really think about like the Boris Johnson PMN game was. It wasn't like this kind of desire to be, become like world emperor or whatever. It was just like, I want to build a fucking bridge. Bigger bridges. And I will get to whatever like position yeah. of power I, I have to get to to build, to build bridge. City. Yes. <laughs> Matt Hancock <laughs> is playing Two Point Hospital Boris Johnson is trying to play Sim Sissy. And before we go any further into any of any of these uh, sort of conversational warrens, uh, we also are joined by Matt Lipchansky from America and uh, the designer of the exciting new Trash Future t-shirt. Matt, how you doing? Uh, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Um, and as uh, I am a cartoonist now, but I do I do in fact have a mechanical engineering degree. And building a bridge over a former munitions dumping ground in like uh, a climate change uh, carabitus like vortex, I think is actually a good idea. Uh, and I don't know yeah. why you guys are laughing at it. It's all about dreaming big. It's like big it's structural true. change for Britain by building yeah. a bridge that uh, is impossible. It's an impossible. It's an impossible bridge. It's a between non-Euclidean bridge between yeah. two two countries that very probably will be separate from Britain in the next. <laughs> By the time the bridge is done, yeah, it rules. So, I don't know what the problem cool. is. <laughs> awesome. We just like Ireland literally just like got like basically just got its huge dick out and elected a sh- elected Sinn Fein to the, with at least with the popular vote. I don't know what it's hmm. going to be in terms of like TD totals yet, but they basically just elected the most na- like left wing nationalist party, and we're going to be like, yeah, let's make the big civil engineering project building a bridge between. <laughs> Between these two countries, these two yeah. countries, perfect. See nothing going wrong. Mm-hmm. Listen to our episode with Michael Fry for some like context on the Irish election and why this is incredibly funny that all of these Fianna Foil and Fine Gael guys are going to have to have been walking back their statements about never doing coalition with Sinn Fein under any circumstances. Yeah, it's the no no coalition <laughs> with Sinn Feins. We're allowed to have one. <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump right into this as well, though, because uh, we talk in Scotland. Um, Talking Scotland, or as some are calling it, Simpland, more and more. Mm. Uh, that's right. The SNP finance minister, Derek McKay, has pulled a uh, Mark Foley and has been um, forced to resign his post after yeah, what can on only budget be discri- day. On budget day. Oh, yeah. the fi- so the Scot- SNP Scottish finance minister on budget day was basically forced to resign his post, um, meaning that someone else had to go and deliver the budget, which in an inspirational political sports movie, they would have done an incredible job and been rocketed to the top. Um, I don't really know what how it went, but what I do know is that um, 
Derek McKay then had all of his texts released that he sent to a 16-year-old boy, which in Scotland is <laughs> just this side of legal. Mm. Um, just j- that thing that we love in a sexuality, legal. Legal, but <laughs> legal, but sus. Yes, mm-hmm. I love um, a technicality when it comes to yeah. like, consent. Uh, uh, and uh, the what's what's really interesting is unlike the sort of strange, almost the strange horniness of like Mark Foley or Anthony Weiner's sexting. Yes, um, no, no Ma- Carlos Danger here. This is much darker and more pathetic. <laughs> Derek McKay essentially just simped on a 16-year-old rugby player so hard that his career was destroyed and he was forced to resign. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, I'd like, I read the transcripts and I wasn't prepared for the kind of, the emotional toll that that was going to take on me. Because it's not, like, obviously it's not harmless, of course, that's why he justly resigned, but it's so aggressively pathetic that I I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a different kind of creep to the kind we got. Yeah, so this is just completely fascinating to me. Uh, So for a little bit of context, um, Police Scotland, as of the recording of this episode, have confirmed that they've spoken with everyone involved. No complaint of criminality is being made, but they're assessing available information, which means... I don't know. I think uh, they, I think some hard drives might be going in some plastic bags. Yeah, that's. I, it, to me, it's much funnier if nothing else comes of this, um, <laughs> which which seems likely. And then Police Scotland will just do the will just have done the thing of like wrapping a this teen in a big foil blanket uh, for having been <laughs> simped at. That's that's very funny to me. Uh, um, what kind of what kind of stuff was the. Uh... Was was he texting to this, to oh, this child? Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Matt. We'll, we'll get oh, into that, yes. I oh, just... sweet summer, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wh- the background for this is that, like, McKay just found this, like, s- ripped rugby chad <laughs> playing <laughs> Facebook <laughs> and then bombard- bombarded him with what can only be described as nuclear weapon grade simping. Um, oh. So and it, this culminated in the finance minister urging the 16-year-old to come, like, leafleting with him before the election. Uh, and then the 16-year-old was like, yeah, my brother has an injury. I can't do it. And then, alarmingly, McKay was like, oh, no, well, when you're done at the hospital, do you want a ride to come and do leafleting? And it was like, Ugh. May. Oh, my fucking lord. So the, the, the date uh, that every, every hot 16-year-old wants is going leafleting and fucking Kirk Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, fucking bizarre. So what we've done, of course, for you is we have some of the transcripts. Yes. Are we going to read them in anime girl uwu voices? <laughs> um, oh no, this is, we this is the worst of- reading series we've ever done. <laughs> most of the transcripts are just are just Derek McKay. Yeah. Yes. So, eighteenth of October, eleven forty. Wave. <laughs> Wait, the word wave or the wave emoji? No, the wave emoji. Okay. Uh, 23rd of October, 7.47 a.m. Hey. <laughs> 25th of October, 11.21. How's your brother? 27th of October, 10.20 p.m. Are you still looking for delivery work? You up? Twenty oh, no. no, close. Close, Hussein. <laughs> 29th of October, half 10. And here is... here. Uh, to, we have the simp meter on, like... W- Three so far. Yeah, we're gonna we're cranking it closer and closer to full Lowville. 
half ten on the 29th of October. I will stop messaging you if it's bothering you. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Third of third of November. So Post- <laughs> yes. four days. Yeah. I can't. I can't quit you. Yeah. Mm. Four days. Post wave. Seventh <laughs> of November. Anyone want to guess the next text is? Is this one going to be you up? No, it's another second wave. <laughs> has, oh. has, has the child responded at this point? No. Okay. No. This is this is <laughs> this like, is pure getting left on red shit. So he's like <laughs> and, getting, he's like Dodeca tuple texting. Yeah, yeah. he is. Oh, he's he's, he's he is he's just like I said. This is like this is obviously predatory behavior, mm-hmm. uh, and like. Mikhai also has like a history of doing this kind of thing with like younger men in Scottish yes, politics, but, but like, like again, twenty like their- twenty twenty one year olds and stuff. Like, yeah, um, uh, but like, like I, I don't think the creep vibe that we we should be getting off of this is necessarily uh, a parody redacted one. I think he is a kind of a sex pest. Yeah, he's um, just he's, a, he, he's a hopeless yeah. simp. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, 8th of November, Derek Mackay texts at 11 p.m. Hey. Mm. <laughs> now, <laughs> I like uh, how he keeps well, going back to hey and wave. Like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, this hey, time, wave. this time, like, okay, so like I could try like different phrases or whatever, but he's like, I'm just going to go back to hey. Just try it and try. Don't worry, Matt. No, no. He posts a different phrase next. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. uh, on Remembrance Day, on Remembrance Day, 11th November. Remember, remember the, the 11th of November. Wait, no, it's another one. That's the fifth of November. These are two different. Uh, these are two different remembering holidays. Um, so, uh, eight p.m. Imagine commemorating the Somme with fireworks. Eleventh <laughs> uh, November, eight p.m. How's the rugby? Derek Mackay does not follow rugby. Apparently, <laughs> he he is tur- he has turned himself into a rugby fan in order to have something to talk to this boy he met online. It's very weird. He's just he's being. He's just throwing himself into this like text, co- fully one-sided text conversation, and just in a strange way. Yeah, um, like I-, I understood why he resigned, but I expected it to be much less weird than this. Yeah, like again, he should have resigned. This is clearly predatory behavior, but it's just so, as you said, Alice, just so pathetic. Yeah, well, like the thing is, right? If you take all of this in aggregate. Everything that you've just read, hey, 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 wave, wave, hi, hey, that's my DM requests, but it's all from one guy. Um, this is this is also very like um, Indian Indian reply guys who show up in your your others box in your DMs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, the guy's trying to marry me. Yeah, yeah. but they were just like, hi, hello, wave. I get a salam sometimes. That's nice. Yeah. I've been getting, that's nice. I get I get some salams these days. Mm, yeah. I got a couple of salams. I got a couple of like. I got some hey babies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, my favorite one that I get is from. Uh, it's from all over, but it's always guys that are just say like their name, like their own name. Um, like I'm oh, the- like I'm Ibrahim. I'm like oh. all right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. You got it, well, man. Thing is, sure. The, the, the difference between this guy and like Prakash from Twitter, Twitter is that Twitter like stops. Oh, yeah, not Twitter. Yeah, stops. Prakash stops like after two. 
Like, yes. if you don't reply twice, he'll just go on to someone else. Oh, yeah. Dude, this th- guy was really, th- this guy like, is, This guy's running up a, like, Simpsons to Australia-level phone bill. <laughs> Nine hundred <laughs> For Romeo dialing one number. Yeah, I, d- I, don't, I don't understand. Like, as I said, because the other staffers who have talked about him being weird have been older, and because this child is like a yoked rugby child i don't think it is like an age thing necessarily i but that I mean, makes it I, even funnier that I, he's I, just gone full death in venice for this one kid i mean i never will uh, when it when it's this close to the line of legality i'm i'm not gonna go there with you i'm gonna say like uh this 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 uh, I'm not you're, willing you're to waiting say, for the results to come back. Yes, exactly. I'm not willing to give him as much of the benefit of the doubt as you are. <laughs> Look, we, we can reconvene on this in a couple of weeks. Yeah, there's no uh, way yeah. this is the only kid, right? Like, yeah, I, this is not. That's, as, this far, is not as far as, as we know, you don't yes. text 45 times if it's your first time. Like, he's definitely. Oh, that's true. That's true. He's like, yeah. this worked in the past when I hit him with the wave emoji for the 15th time. They finally responded. So, <laughs> and like, wouldn't also. Um, what, at what? When does he have his time to do Scottish finance ministrations? If what? he's spending all of his time like that's that's the really like hunting sad and packing the this. wave emoji. It, it is that this is like they're all with one exception. They're late at night, and like he's I, not married, but he's in a long term relationship, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm just like, hmm. yeah, it's a real piece of shit. Twenty uh, fifth of December. Yep. Merry Yo, what's Christmas up? to you. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. He gets an answer back. <gasps> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> Derek Mackay. Have a nice time. Uh, answers Answer back. Thank you. You too. Derek Mackay. Will do. And then he posts the muscle flex emoji. What? Yeah. Will do. Nice time. <laughs> Christmas. Strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Christmas. <laughs> you just know that after he sent that, he was like, oh, he- Idiot! You meant finally, to post a wave. Yeah, he finally texted you back, and you fucked it. <laughs> uh, December no, tw- Christmas, nine thirty p.m. When are you back? Like back in in town? Answer: seventh of January. Derek Mackay, nice new haircut. Twenty <laughs> fifth of December at ten. He gets an answer. Thank you. Christmas, eleven thirty. Derek Mackay, you up? Oh, oh no. no. Oh. You know what? When I, when I texted King you. King When I skimmed, when I skimmed the transcript, I didn't see the date. And I did not know that he sent him the literal you up at <laughs> 11.34 on Christmas evening. You want to redact your benefit of the doubt given to Derek Mackay? Wow. Oh, I'm. Mm, mm, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling some strong uncut gems bet energy off of this one. I. I. I, I think I might be vindicated. But okay. Um, Alice wants wave with the over. <laughs> yeah. Twenty six way parlay. Yes. With uh, with the first message of the new year being sent by Derek Mackay, I want it to be a wave. I want it to be yeah, followed by two only, more waves. He can only wave when he has the gem. <laughs> I um, I want okay. First message gonna be a wave. Will be followed by two more waves. The boy will not respond uh, until the seventh of January. And uh, for the kicker on the bet, I want him to invite him to canvas 
uh, once more, and I want the excuse to be about a sick brother. Okay, you got that? And Mike Francesca's like, that's the stupidest bet I ever heard. I mean, what, I mean, what people I don't know. What pe- I disagree. This is, I this disagree. Is, this is how I say hi. <laughs> I mean, what one, one thing that people this don't- This is how I simp. People don't, what, what, one thing people don't know about Uncut Gems, uh, which you only get if you have the BTS uh, reel, is that in the scene when Julia Fox and the other guy are in the helicopter, they are actually- Flying out to St. James's Island. <laughs> well, oh, l- l- is it Little Saint? Little Saint. It's James. Little Saint. How do you forget that? Yeah. Um, my brain is glue. My brain is just like horse glue right look, now. Look, here's the thing. Uh, next message, 27th of December, three minutes after midnight. Hey. Oh. Oh man. Don't 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 like that. I just exhaled all the air out of my lungs, and I'm I've died actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Was actually not sent by Derek Mackay. Huh. Although, uh, who can say? Derek Mackay replies, "How are you?" Derek Mackay follows up. All right, hold up. it together, Derek. He's DMing you. <laughs> up late. You got it. Persistence. Answer. <laughs> yeah, just got back from a family gathering. Derek Mackay. This oh, nice. team talks like an NPC. <laughs> did, what, did what, you, was a family gathering. <laughs> I heard did a family is gathering in town today. Have you <laughs> heard it? I mean, wh- where Derek Mackay went wrong and why he why it took so long to get a response was because he didn't try the Andrew Tate method. Um, <laughs> but, you, but you only get once you subscribe to the War Room. <laughs> you must subscribe to Andrew Tate's War Room to find out how you and your dodgy mates. <laughs> uh, so, uh, did you have fun? I was at my mum's too. Great to have some family get together. Uh, this is like the 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 fucking like GCSE French oral exam. Uh, <laughs> They're all I, persistent. I, yeah, I like I like sim- to go shopping with my family. Uh, I play football with my brother. <laughs> he's simping, but in a second language. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's simping as a second language. He's SSL secure sockets layer. No, simping as a second language. Um, great to have some family get together. Uh, answer. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's great to get everyone in the same room. Derek Mackay, for sure. <laughs> Derek Mackay follows up with, you sure are looking good with that new haircut. Oh, oh God. Is this kid okay? That's my main concern. I, I hope so. Like, I, is, I, is the kid... I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I fall, but I'll be honest. Like, I'll full a little bit of peek behind the curtain. Mm. We, I, like, did... Because so, he's been interviewed a couple of times. I, okay. Before we did this segment, I wanted to be sure that, like, he is fine he's not making a criminal complaint because because when we when we first did the notes for this and we just had the transcript we thought it was the funniest thing imaginable because this kid was clearly off the basis of this just fine yeah Uh, yeah no he certainly seems fine (laughs) yeah and we we just thought it would be extremely funny that this kid is getting like total victim support treatment and is just like what (laughs) we want to make sure so we don't know (laughs) yeah so basically, what as far as I as I can tell from reading other interviews, he's like he's like yeah, it was really strange and creepy, and I had to like lie to him to get him to leave me alone. Mm. Um, I just don't, don't want him to be doing this to anyone else. Sure. Mm. So so that's that that's that's the peak behind the curtain. And if as more details come out about this, and it turns out like this is darker than it appears. We will almost certainly be retracting this segment. <laughs> um, any case. Uh, so, a- answer. Thanks. Needed a change. Long hair was getting annoying. Derek Mackay. Cute. <laughs> I'm just, I'm doing the Adam Sandler thing in Uncut Gems where he's shooting on target. And I'm like, put that shit in the hole. <laughs> uh, Metaphorically. 
Uh, it's, it's um, D- Derek Mackay. Cute. You don't mind compliments. Answer. No. <laughs> Derek Mackay. Good. <laughs> Hi. Can I? Hello. Hello, baby. Can I tell you that your hair is cute? Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's the end. <laughs> um. Oh my Woof. goodness. Uh, oh. Cool. Uh, can I be can, cool? To be honest, I think you are really cute. Derek Mackay. Is that okay? Just so long as you know. But you can delete that message. <laughs> 27th of December, 12.05. Derek Mackay post wave. 27th of December, 1.20. Hope I didn't offend you. 27th of December, 17.05. Uh, Don't patch me, lol. Laughing emoji. 28th of December, 2.30. When are you back again? My gym routine is going well. <laughs> so... We're all aging. Yeah, Uh, I'm just watching the skin on my palms like shrivel up and wrinkle. I'm becoming desiccated because because this is like super creepy, right? Yeah, it's also like incredibly boring as well. Yeah, of course. That's why Alice and I couldn't stop thinking about this. Right? Yes. So boring, pathetic, and simpy. Because like he's eating some, he's eating at Simpy Burger. Right. Like this isn't even like no map territory. This isn't no. um, no. You're, wait, you're like, like shaking your head as no, if like should no, I, I not have said that? I mean, we don't know yet. Okay, the, we just but we the just thing don't is, know. But the thing is, uh, from what is explicit in the text, right? Which we can oh, we that's the only thing we can do. We can't speculate uh from what is currently available to us. This is not dark in the way that it could be dark or appears dark on the first uh, viewing oh, instead yeah, it's just... it's, du- it's instead it's dark in a quite different way <laughs> it's yeah. dark it's dark in the way of just there's just a man, man just this this guy like oh yeah my Void gym routine's going of, well of, like l- both loneliness and patheticness and uh like cowardice i guess too yeah yeah, um, like he's not like he like he's really like struggling to kind of get to the stuff. But yeah, like yeah, most yeah. of these most of these like weirdos like get right, to that, pretty That's quickly. why I'm doing the uncut gems thing. That's why I don't think that we're gonna like find some great secret darkness out of this is because of that like lack <laughs> of certainty or whatever. <laughs> Just like if he wanted to be that much of a creep, he's not doing that good a job of it. <laughs> it's just so bad. Oh man! Um, see, I, I, I also I like that, that we sort of we end our transcript reading on anyway. The gym's good, so uh, <laughs> if you want to ask me about that, yeah. And, the gym's and, mean, going and meanwhile, super this well. poor kid is just like, uh, yeah, is that all of the media? Uh, <laughs> can I interest you in some screenshots? <laughs> uh, oh man! Uh, anyway. Uh, we've got a packed schedule today, though, and we can't, as much as I would like to, read the entire Derek Mackay transcripts out like the Pentagon Papers. Oh, yeah. Mm. We'll just read them into the record. <laughs> I will, like, whenever I do my spinoff, I will read all of these transcripts, but I will do so in the Anime Girl filter voice software ah. that I had to download for a reason that I'm not going <laughs> to tell anyone about. can't Isn't believe that- Hatsune Miku got fucking cancelled for <laughs> sexting a 16-year-old. <laughs> for, for sexting a... For sexting a newly downloaded Yamaha mixer driver. Uh. Um, all right, so that's that's me looking around the room <laughs> and looking at what, seeing what I see. So we're gonna move on. Um, Giggle, Giggle, everybody is yes. a Giggle. new. It's a new app that promises to be a girls-only social network 
that uses just for bio- the girls. that uses biometric gender verification to determine the female gender. So you, oh, you know, just mark that down on your cards. The female uh, gender. Yeah, that that gender we love. Yeah, the gender we love. Male, the one male, we all know. And love. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. male, there's mm-hmm. female, and you can determine it by someone's DNA. What are they setting? Like the phone wants your blood. Is that the how uh, it works? Oh no! It just wants a complete uh, 3D print of your face that it can then sell. Just um, <laughs> forget about all that stuff, though. What? What did I even? Say? What? Forget I said anything. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it just wants to know. It's a very woke app that's just like, look, we just want to know if your gender is female. Yeah. Do you just want to <laughs> know that? And we have like a a fairly stringent way of verifying this. So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna talk through this app because this app exists in three layers. Mm. Um, or the, uh, the, the way to understand this app exists in three layers. It's ostensible purpose, which is, I don't know, fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just for the girls, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's dumb, yeah. but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's a, fine. it's a group chat. We, it's a girls chat. Fucking, yeah, I'm in 12 of those and they're mostly about shitting. So yeah, it's number one. It's just an, an app for girls chat, which again, a fine idea. We'll see as to why it's a bit of a silly way to solve the problem, but fucking whatever. That's yeah. not hurting anybody. Then it's got the weird gender phrenology element, <laughs> which is very, very strange, but that's going to reveal the third level, which we'll get to. Mm. So the first layer of this delicious, delicious onion um, is uh, essentially that a um, this is the millionth solution to the it's hard to make friends after uni problem with like a girl power angle. Where it's like, oh, what if we use Tinder to make friends? So it's the same Tinder concept um, where you've got a profile, a picture, it's a list of your interests, and people can swipe left on you or right on you. And if you both swipe right on each other, then it forms what's called a giggle, which is... Oh, God. It, 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 it creates an instance for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. It creates it. It's a creates an instance of SAP, so you can do like enterprise resource planning. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can you can control like which of your medicines are are are, are flowing cross border and pay tariffs automatically. Just kidding. SAP is not that good. Um. So uh, yeah. It's but this is so a giggle is a group of two to six girls, and it's it's a group chat. It's a girls chat. Um, and it's formed depending on based on basically like you you have have a profile and categories of interest, and you you swipe right. Uh, and you get put together. The matching process grows I mean, until ba- there's ba- like based six on, girls. Based yeah. on what I know about girls' chats, um, I, are the interests all going to be things like inexplicably finding Timothy Chalamet attractive? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, also, what is what is? How do they envision girl stuff? Also, like the way this is set up, it just seems like a way to construct a lesbian polycule, really. <laughs> easily like like, do they not know they think like lesbians don't exist and like this is like oh if girls are seeing each other's pictures they'll only want to be friends (laughs) because the world is just one big slumber party to all ladies see i i'm not i'm not entirely sure uh, what the inner workings are like but the way it's pitched is basically like um if you it's very hard if you want to like get advice about screenwriting to like go for coffee with someone if they're a guy and have it not turn into a date which again Fair. Yeah. That is fully true and mm. requires a solution. But as ever, as we say on this podcast, the solutions to these problems aren't technical. Mm. These are political problems. Yeah. Um, Everybody's fucking atomized and alienated and stuff. And the solution is we all plug in our shared desire for Timothy Chalamet or whatever into this app. Right. 
And then they say, uh, yeah, so it could grow into a, a girls' chat of up to six girls, which, again, there should be way more. Um, every, every, I've, I'm not in any girls' chats, but I've, I've heard that they're way bigger. And again, as you say, Alice, mostly about you know, problems shitting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can form a giggle about problems shitting. Um, so what makes this app unique? All the girls in the giggle have to like each other. Which, you know, is something that happens uh, at once in an instant and then is steady forever. Mm, yeah. There's absolutely not going to be any drama about this. No, no, no one can change no, no their women opinion. And as we know, ever fought with each other on Facebook over <laughs> a like 20 month campaign involving <laughs> invoking the names of all of their kids at different times. Uh, yeah, it, it's always like a powerfully normal experience. So this yeah. is going to be fine. Yeah. Also, doesn't this, this is... ignore like a really? It ignores like a really, really important component of any group chat, which is one motherfucker that you can't stand like yes yeah 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 yeah. like you need so could you, need you form could could you form a giggle based on hating teresa mm. Mm. and like you you can't block that person on twitter because then it kicks one of you out of the group chat so you're just stuck there looking at their tweets i'm just trying them. to figure out who's who in the trash future giggle mm. well mm. What, what would our shared interest be <laughs> Matt Hancock. Uh, <laughs> of, of course, of course. We are the Matt Hancock giggle. I mean, all I remember uh, is that in the trash Please draw giggle. some fan art of all of the hosts gender swapped except me <laughs> for the giggle. <laughs> I very rarely like post in the trash future giggle, but what I do is kind of just like, hey guys, I found it really funny just now. Like, what if like there was a terrorist cell and they were called the Bussy Boys? You well, did exactly. post that. Yeah. You posted that earlier today. I did post that earlier today. That's a peek behind the curtain for I all was, the fans. I was in Watley Market when it happened and I was just like, Huh, I've just thought of something funny, so I'm going to type this it, out in the rain. <laughs> wasn't it because uh, the MI five had like probably no, that was, induced that, all of those? No, like, that, was, that, that was a thing that I posted afterwards, uh, not uh, to just yes. do Twitter DM review, but where I found a thing where MI five had like found this alleged terror network, and they found their group DM, their giggle, <laughs> their Islamist <laughs> giggle, uh, based on a shared interest of jihad, and uh, they were all like things like, "Bro, I'll take a bullet in the tickle tackle for you." <laughs> I mean, the the, 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 po the the point I was trying to make was. <laughs> Der Derek, Mac Derek Mackay, 3.30pm <laughs> Christmas Eve. I'll take a bullet and a tickle tackle. <laughs> the, point, the point that I was trying to make is there is already like software, right? Which mm. facilitates like online friendships anyway. And like if you're broken in this like hell economy that we live in, it's probably quite likely that like a significant amount of your friendships either originated from the internet or that they still exist largely online. Yeah, right? the, the, the um, only extent to which I have anything resembling a career or employability comes from plugging yeah. insane words into <laughs> my phone and then somehow right. it generates friends. And those types of things like happen over time and they happen in ways that can't be programmed. So then when we go to like things like Giggle, but even if you go to like originalish versions of this so like bumble has a function where you can bumble go in friends and networking right. and, and i've tried like bumble friends before when i'm like abroad and it, it's horrible one because you end up having people who are just like yeah i wasn't like the dating thing wasn't really working for me so i still want to date but i just felt the friendship app was easier um which was like presented a pretty awkward situation um and and in other cases, it's just kind of as mundane as like the other types of dating apps, except with the dating apps, you're like, if we have enough mutual interests, then in theory, like we can kind of, there is like some degree of original compatibility for like an end goal that we both are aware of. Friendships, on the other hand, there shouldn't be, there's not like really an end goal for what a friendship is, right? Well, it's friendship starting a, a yeah. podcast. Right. The end goal <laughs> of a friendship is, start, is starting a podcast. Yeah, it's, the it's, end it's a goal. friend polycule. 
I thought the end goal for for friendship was to start ISIS, but ladies was what I thought. <laughs> well, it was, I, I, I was gonna like add. I was gonna add to this thing, which is that like. So I don't know if I don't know if like Matt's seen the movie Four Lions, right? But in Four Lions, there's a scene where um, the people who are trying to who are like planning this terror attack in London. They're all communi- communicating via this social network called uh, Club like Penguin. Puffin Penguin or something yeah. oh, no, like that. Pu- the Puffin, it's the effective uh, version of Pub Club Penguin. Right, and they would have to like pretend to be penguins on this like bizarre social <laughs> social media <laughs> app. Yeah. Um, I gotta see and, like, using... So anyway, my conclusion is ultimately like that Giggle is going to like, or like the, the end goal of Giggle is that it's going to produce the first kind of like turf militia. <laughs> mm. So Yeah, that's true. And here's where we get to the turfiness of it. Because <laughs> the the way that it says it's going to keep this a girls only social network um is that they've made it ludicrously transphobic by saying, "Don't worry, you just have to take a fully 3D model of your face that's going to map every point of your chin." Phrenology. Nose. It's yeah. fucking phrenology. We're going to see if you have Chad jaw. If you have Chad jaw, you can't come in. <laughs> um, and if yet yeah, no Chads uh, and and so they say the aim is to create a safe and secure platform for girls. Biometric gender recognition software ensures that those within the platform are verified as girls. Um, oh, no. A note from also, our founder, I, Graham Linehan. Yeah, I was about to make the Glinda joke. but like, I mean, this, yeah. uh, this doesn't just like affect trans women either. It's also just like if you're like a non-white woman. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because yeah. they'll like detect. If, 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 if you're disabled like, in a way that like right. has any effect on your face at all, they'll detect uh, things like facial hair. They'll detect things like um, well, if you have like someone yeah, also uploaded a picture of their cat and it was verified, proving that oh. all cats are girls. That's true. All cats <laughs> yeah, are girls, okay, all, all right. dogs are boys. I, I take everything back. Then. It's fine. It's a great. It's a great app. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. They say this process is closely monitored, monitored by real girls. <laughs> Can I say my that the, the creepiest thing is their insistence, I think, for the brand on saying girls every time instead of women? Uh, it reminds me of, this is a thing that none of you are going to get, but it's going to make about five of our listeners laugh. Um, back in the day, there used to be a really old school uh, like web page, back in the days of like web rings and stuff, for trans women called Susan's Place. Which was exactly as you would imagine, but one of the features of that was a lot of adult women calling each other girls. And so that's just what this reminds me of. It's very unsettling. Well, also, by the way, it also, the, the website copy makes clear that bioscience, not a pseudoscience like phrenology, is behind <laughs> this process. Mm. Lo- so, just ask this scientician. Yeah, just ask this, just ask this gender expert. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, also, it's it's incredible that they're aware of phrenology, and they built a system so shit that someone tested it on a cat and a Barbie doll, and it let them in. Our, our CTO, Dr. Calipers, has developed a system. Yeah, um, and it determines um, it determines both male and female genders. There, that is again the male and oh, female genders. Both, both, yeah. Yeah, we're not pseudoscientists. We look at male and female. Joe genders. Biden has a more progressive <laughs> position than this app does. At least three genders. I love Joe now, Biden. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, ah, hilarious. you kids, three. Yeah. Give, let me look. You're a rat, rat faced dog and pony show over <laughs> here. Did you, you see that he me? answered a question with 
Inshallah. What? <laughs> he fucking rules. He yeah. he's, he's he's so old, he's so old. He forgot he isn't Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> he he woke up, re- tried to remember what religion he was, then just like heard heard a call to prayer, and he was like, "Sounds like I'm that one." Yeah. <laughs> um, Listen, 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 Jack. I'm I'm like any American. I pray five times a day. Um, I pray, pray five. I pray five times a day that you know, a uh, nice, uh, sweet, sweet little lady will come come across my path and bring me a bring me a jar of pickles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's running ads um, about his experience showing off his prayer bump. Yeah, going to Hajj. Yeah, go, go, going to Hajj, but just like in his bathrobe and slippers, getting lost on the way to the plane. <laughs> um. Picking up the stones to stone the devil, but just forgetting what he's supposed to do. I'm sorry, Muslim Joe Biden is so funny a bit to me. I, I'm, I'm never oh, gonna man. get over it. So, so here's the thing, though. They promise they're not transphobic. They say of gender course. identity. Gender identity is a separate issue. Okay. Um. So if you're experiencing any, apparently, oh. if you're male you or female, both, gendered, you have both you have both the genders, male and female, and then you have the gender identity, which is different. It's like when yeah. people say that you identify as something. So if you are experiencing any any difficulty, it goes back to real girls. <laughs> it sounds so. It sounds so like uh, like late night so porn weird. line shit. It's like real girls mm. in your area want to chat about screenwriting. <laughs> Real, well, real girls in your area uh, can help verify you at Giggle HQ. Um, so that's the thing. They, they've made it clear that, like, verbally, that, yes, trans women are welcome on Giggle. You just have to be told that you're not like other women first. That's mm. that's fine, right? Uh, of course. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also, by the way, this foolproof, like, gender identity, g- gender male female detection software that's n- totally science and not phrenology, um, if you are a sort of man seeking to enter women's spaces and you have a cat, <laughs> <laughs> you will also be able to do that. Hacked, baby. Mm. <laughs> Cat the hacker hack. voice, I'm in. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing, like, what on earth does this, having a facial verification process accomplish if it's an automated process with a bunch of exceptions and manual workarounds required? What, uh, what on earth does it possibly accomplish? So it's a, it's a horrible idea that also doesn't work. I, mean, I don't even think it's that horrible of an idea. I mean, I think it's, I think it's, it's identified a real problem. It's It's a poorly implemented idea. It's identified a real problem. It solved it in the dumbest way possible with a bunch of added transphobia that just doesn't need to be there. And it is mostly not doesn't really work. Um, And so the reason that they're doing that should be becoming very obvious to anyone who paid attention to what I said at the beginning or who's just been listening to our show for a while. Um because they just collect and sell all of your this incredibly valuable biometric facial recognition data which as we've established is nonsense like somebody is yeah. paying a large amount of money for biometric data of a cat well that's just the thing they're paying a lot of money it's the size of the data set that matters when this kind of thing it, uh, matter is coming into play mm. and again like what Riley explains corner um for when it comes to when it comes to big data the individual data points, so if there's noise in the data set, someone's using a picture of a cat, whatever, that's not really that important. It's being able to look at gigantic things in aggregate, and more importantly, have that data tagged and tagged properly. So like when people say that um, data is the new oil, the, and if you're wondering what who's selling the like 
oil extraction equipment. So, you know, in a gold rush, if you want to get rich, sell picks and shovels. Picks and shovels essentially is data labeling, data aggregation and labeling software. Mm. And so what you're essentially doing is you are voluntarily giving a 3D detailed mapping of your face to a random technology company. And I say they will sell it. They, they have the right to sell it. We don't know who they're selling it to. They might not even be selling it. But if it's a free app that collects a bunch of data and reserves the right to sell it, that's their only way they monetize. So probably that's what they're doing. Um, but this, like again, a level of next generation um, surveillance technology. Like If you wonder why facial recognition um, startups are popping up everywhere, it's because there are tons of data sets that are tagged and labeled that match names and personal information to faces. Well, that's why the ISIS for girls uh, giggle wouldn't work, is you wouldn't be able to tell with the niqabs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also and, now thinking about the end of There Will Be Blood, but Daniel Day-Lewis is like, he's just holding up a copy of Giggle, and it's on a phone. <laughs> I, I, I giggle your phone. Yeah. So they, what I also find very funny is they say that they say the whole, whole thing is, yeah, Consent is a huge deal in the app. It's a consent-themed app. Everyone has to consent to be there. I love a which consent is like, theme. Yeah. Which like, is like, like, a, like a theme night, you know. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you, you might have to... Con- two of the, of the parties in this interaction, sure, two to six of them may be consenting to talk to one another, which is... That's a normal way of saying just talking to one another mm. um, online. But at, at no point... Or uh, do I? Am I imagining that meaningful? So yeah, maybe you click accept on some terms of service, but not meaningful consent is being made to have your image given to Clearview AI so that you can be more monitored more effectively. Hmm. Yeah. You don't have an informed consent with them. They're not in your polycule. No. But here's <laughs> the other thing: it collects so much more information than just your pictures. Oh, of course. It includes facial recognition providers, chat room providers, marketers, all that. It, it gives you it can share information with all of them, but it also apparently collects sensitive information about people's sex lives, sex practices, criminal records, and private health information. Oh, so my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. And here's the moral of the story about Giggle. If it's not immediately clear why a customer-facing app-based technology company exists, and if it's not immediately clear what its charging model is, or if it's just doing something sort of weird and convoluted and backwards and strange like this, like, oh yeah, we, we have this weird technical workaround to make sure that only women are in the app, but don't worry, you don't really have to do it, it's easy to get around, but we want you to, su- to submit all this data... And mm. that's what their business model is. It's selling gr- increasingly granular biometric data about everyone on it. Roses are red, violets are <laughs> blue. If the product is free, then the product is you. Damn. I'm going to put some... Let's all put some Joker Is that a Banksy? What is that? We're all going to put Joker makeup on. All of you to imply that I don't already wear it all the time when I'm recording this. Um... Yeah, so, but that's that's gig. I mean, one of the reasons we're talking about it is people have been asking us to talk about it, mm. and, um, I mean... Alice, it's... you're one of those transgenders. What do you think about oh. this? I'm like, yeah. mostly what I think about this is that I'm not giving it my, uh, my data for the sake of the one shitpost that every other trans person I know got out of it, of being like, either, ha, I pass, or this app is defective death to America. Uh, yeah, because like the whole I pass thing also, it's like you what you what and we were talking about this earlier, Alice, you were like, Yeah, it's basically automating mean girls. Yeah, for sure. It's we're, we're like we've just sort of 
inadvertently, because I think this is well-intentioned, just picked out bullying again, and we're just doing, like, fucking Mean Girl shit. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, it, we love it. It's so clear that they also worked backwards from the from the data stealing thing to make the app. Like it's uh like a Nathan for you thing. But oh, that's completely yeah, obvious. Yeah, but like I mean, if they were actually trying to do it, I mean, they could just. This is something that could be accomplished with just some you know mods. Mm. It just brings me yeah. back to my larger point, which is bring mods back. We need mods. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need mods again. That's what that's what happened to the world is that we lost the Matt, mods and look what happened. Matt, mm. you're you're so Alice. Alice being a trans woman and you being a non-binary person, yeah. what's your what's your reaction to this? As your your final reaction to this, because then we got to move on. Oh sure, it's more just like I mean, for me, it's the thing where like any space is like oh like for women or like for people that are not men generally, I just I don't bother with it because I know that I'm gonna feel bad about whatever happens there. Like mm. like I'm not gonna walk into a wing ever, despite me being technically welcome there. I just know I'm gonna walk in there and a bunch of like white ladies are gonna look at me weird. So I'm just gonna not deal with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that that is kind of the overriding feeling of any kind of gender nonconformity in my experience. Absolutely. Is just you, you kind of can mentally substitute in on any billboard for anything. This will make you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And so it, any, anyone considering submitting their photo to this to see if they pass, it's just going to make you feel bad. And then yeah, send a picture of a cat instead. Yeah. That is the closest thing to praxis because you're sabotaging their data set. If you really <laughs> want, if you really want to feel some like, you know, gender good feelings, if you're trans, just mm. get really, really dolled up and just go to go to enough restaurants until a wait, a waitress calls you a lady and then you can just leave and you feel better about it. <laughs> don't, don't sell your yeah, data. You, to you don't even have to buy anything. Yeah. 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 You, just, you, got, you got a tip though. Yeah, I that's mean, true. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. All right, so um, I'm uh, I'm gonna move on here to our our third section, uh, which is I'm my ongoing fascination with uh, rat mode, rat mode, rat mode. <laughs> we're we're going rat mode for the second time this week. Dear, uh, rat so mode. compelling. How can we not? We we can't. I can't stop because anytime I I learn more information about Pete Buttigieg, I can't stop thinking about it and have to like expel the poison from my brain into this microphone. <laughs> um, so there are two things. First thing, I, I find it fascinating that Mayor Pete's campaign, I think this happened a while ago, as, because Mayor Pete's campaign is all about making him seem normal, like a regular person who hasn't been honed from the age of like fetus to be <laughs> a successful millennial president one day. He yeah. like, this this is a guy who has lived his entire life to fill out a later autobiography and uh, and uh, what I find so incredibly compelling is that he's unable to summon enough self-awareness to not submit his the elements of his campaign for president that are focused around making him seem normal to an award for branding. Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. That was beautiful. That was incredible. Rare. Uh, returning fans will remember uh, my joke about Pete Buttigieg, corporate social responsibility, Black Lives Matter. That came from this branding thing. He put out specimens of the fonts he was using, and he had his own lorem ipsum. He had his own placeholder text of words that you might write in a font that Pete Buttigieg uses. And it was stuff like, hmm, strong leadership, civic, civil, social responsibility, Black Lives Matter. And it just kind of, that to me is still all of his <laughs> policy. Yeah, Pete Ipsum. Yes. Um, and 
what I find incredible is that it, like it's the same thing where like people who are like Pete Buttigieg staffers will then leave their job with Pete Buttigieg and then sign up to go like do talk fear in the Democratic <laughs> Party of different states and then just never scrub their work history from their LinkedIn. Oh, I, the- I, I have I have the Laura Mipsum here if we yeah, want to do it, a, yes, a reading series of the whole Pete thing. Okay, we can so replace this- the actual reading series of Pete with this, but yeah. please continue. This is this is a, a font that he called domain text. And, and, <laughs> Yo, you spelled Des Moines there. <laughs> and it goes like this. Social entrepreneurship, circular thought-provoking rubric, problem solvers engaging relief thought leadership. Shared units of analysis, grit, venture philanthropy, transparent external partners. Stop it, I'm being activated like a Manchurian candidate. <laughs> Deep dive in power, thought leadership, relief preliminary thinking, mass incarceration, transparent, <laughs> inspiring, sustainable, game... Game changer invest. I know. I mean, this sounds kind of relaxing. It's like it's like it's like, it's like, it's like Judge ASMR. Stop it. This Game is like his, this is like his in... answers for the the test from Blade Runner. <laughs> Why aren't you helping, Peter? <laughs> I admit it. Game change. Game changer invest. Shine deep dive engaging corporate social responsibility. Shine bright Black like lives a deep matter. dive. Shine bright like a deep dive. <laughs> Corporate social responsibility, Black Lives Matter, peaceful, mobilize. This is like in the Star Trek, the motion picture, when they find the Voyager probe and it's been out for a thousand years. And <laughs> <laughs> they shot Pete uh, into space and they just found him again. And this is all he said. Yeah. Buttigieg uh, Dallas multipass. Like, <laughs> that, that's the whole thing. And it's, it's brutal. I fucking love brutal this Brutal stuff. Yeah. Uh, big fan. Big fan. Oh yeah, I should mention that I am paid. I'm on his comms team. Before I, I forgot to mention that before you guys had me on the show. Yeah, lo- love your work on all of this. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I've just, killed I'm, Riley, uh, no, and I'm now trying- and now I, I I the forecast has become the nowcast. I am the showrunner now, um, <laughs> as as our fearless leader is incapacitated. Uh, uh, <laughs> here we go. This is this is. Do you know what this reminded me of? It reminded me of. Um, a proto into a theoretical fable that was written in the proto Indo-European language that <laughs> sort of is the uh, ancestor of like English and, and Sanskrit and like almost every language that's like not Turk. I think it may even be Turkic as well. Most like of them. Finnish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and this, and this is, I, it's, I couldn't stop thinking about this. Uh, it says it's a fable called the sheep and the horses. A sheep that had no wool saw horses, one of them pulling a heavy wagon, one carrying a big load, and one carrying a man quickly. The sheep said to the horses, my heart pains me seeing a man driving horses. The horses said, listen, sheep, our heart pain, our hearts pain us when we see this. A man, this is the, sh- the, master, the horses of Joe Biden. A man, the master, makes the wool of the sheep into a warm garment for himself, and the sheep has no wool. Having heard this, the sheep fled into the plain. <laughs> What? Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is uh... Pete Buttigieg is campaigning in Proto Indo European. <laughs> it, it sounded like one of like the twenty seven the... languages he speaks. Yeah, it sounded like the the I... the true speech from Wither- Wizard of Earthsea. Like he was just like summoning yeah. something. <laughs> uh, so okay, so, yeah, I, I don't it... know. I don't know what horrible thing I have unleashed by reciting this. <laughs> this these like words of power. It did start raining when you did that. Here, I'm not joking. Oh fuck. <laughs> 
So, Shit. Um, Fuck. What, Sorry, what guys. I, I just I find very funny that like with all, again all of just all of these psychos just poisoning themselves, climbing up the greasy pole out of the snake pit of Ivy League like veneer teeth. Uh, like liberal uh, graduates of fucking Brown or Harvard or whatever, they, mm. they have been they have been pleasant brunch sociopaths their entire lives. They've never taken a vacation. They've devoted everything to like doing the AmeriCorps and like oh yeah, I'm taking all my vacation days to go read to children in Ethiopia while secretly hating everyone they're volunteering for and hating everyone they want to rule over, but convinced that they're so good because they saw the fucking West Wing. That what it all boils down to is consistently fucking up because they're too stupid to realize that you can't create an authentic image among voters by cannily using fonts indiana uber alice <laughs> so, <laughs> so um here's here's the actual policy and the reason why i want to talk about this policy i promise we're not going to talk about pete too much after this is that um every That's a lie. we're going to keep talking about him we're going to try to avoid mode. we're going to try to avoid going full rat mode um but it's that every British reactionary or like center-right politician, so Rory Stewart and Wright, is obsessed with the idea of bringing back national service. It's something France that too. is it is something what? that is talked about in every single political cycle. And I was thrilled to see it on Pete's <laughs> campaign well, like, pledges it, list. It, uh, centrist darling Emmanuel Macron had tried to implement it because a teenager was rude to him. <laughs> like li yeah. literally, the, he he saw a surly teen, and the teen was like, "All right, Manu," and he was like, "Don't call me that. I'm the the president of the republic. I will implement national service, so you never talk to me again." Yeah, uh, M Emmanuel Macron, I fucking dare you to implement national service. Fuck around mm. and find out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker can't even like implement breakfast without the economy of his country shutting down. It rules. Yeah, it's probably great to give all of the seventeen year olds rifle training too. <laughs> No, so Pete serve uh, was different though. Uh, Excuse so, me. Uh, I've called it Pete serve. Um, so Pete often says, "This is from his website." Uh, I don't. I didn't clock what font this was in, but maybe it was supposed to appeal to British readers. Um, mm. Pete often says that his time as a navy, maybe, maybe like um, East End Cockney is one of the languages that he speaks. Huh. Um, Pete often says that his time as a navy <laughs> lieutenant in Afghanistan was a life changing experience. Um, he was there for like two months. Yeah, it is his doing like, powerpoints. Yeah, it was a life changing experience in large sure. part because he got to make power. Sorry, serve alongside people from every conceivable background, every single damn one. All it, of them. It's like yeah. both of the genders. Yeah, every conceivable background. Does that include billionaires or no? Going to go with a no on that one. Uh, in many ways, we had nothing in common except the fact that we were all American. But the men and women who got in my vehicle didn't care if I was a Democrat or a Republican or an Independent. Oh my god! They just wanted to get home safe, like I did. Um. Okay. So I I was I saw something about this the other day about someone was talking about his national service thing, and I was trying to like I was reading around his website trying to figure out if it was like a mandatory thing, mm. and but when I was I but I read that passage and I had this like flashback to so i when i was um a disaffected uh youth that thought they were an independent politically uh i did opt for the free vacation to israel that you can get if you're jewish and american oh birthright I yeah did, i did that i did the free vacation um i went on one that was like specifically pretty a religious um and we did go to like uh towns that were majority Arab, which was interesting. And actually it w ended up kind of radicalizing me on Israel was like seeing the actual conditions on the ground in the Arab towns. But, um, the Israeli, the IDF, uh, soldiers that were with us that were like pitching us really hard on, you know, like making Aliyah and moving to Israel to join the army 
and uh, do all the cool stuff that they do there. I was there like literally uh, the week that cast lead started, which was great. Um, mm. Yeah. But the, um, the, the thing that the Israeli soldiers told us is the exact same thing that they said um, compulsory military service or compulsory national service is good because it makes you meet people from all over the country and you get to like get this like unified sense of self. Like that's what is, that's what IDF soldiers were telling me the exact same shit. That's such a horrible version of like this idea that you, I'm not fine with imperialism, but I respect. (laughs) Hear me out on this one. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. hear, Hear me out on this one. I am more okay with the idea of being like, yes, I will do this national service thing because of my belief in like my imagined nation uh, and I, I want it to have glory and things of that nature than I am this wellness bullshit where I it's roll out camp. the yoga mat in front of the tank and it's actually very holistic and it's very good for me. Well, um, here's the thing, Alice. Pete believes that his experience of serving your community or your country, of standing shoulder to shoulder with other Americans for a greater purpose, we're not saying what that purpose is, uh, mm. to make, make, make PowerPoints in order to extract the mineral wealth of Afghanistan is one that young people should be able to have without going to war. So join join the Peace Corps. Yeah, you don't have the Peace Corps. You don't have to go to war to travel to like East Africa and meet with local leaders. <laughs> no, you just you don't have to go to war, but we uh, it helps if you're in your country's intelligence service, yeah, for example. Yeah, we're also not at war in a lot of countries that we're murdering people in with impunity. Oh, sure. Like it's like we're not really at war in well, almost anywhere. Mm. Um, so here's the thing. At this moment, when social media and deepening polarization have put us into distinct bubbles... Because you on that phone. Uh, national service is that much more essential to be fashioning a common character. So, wait, it's... The whole, the whole thing that always rankles me about national service is that it's pointing to very real divisions in, the, in, the, in society. And even, like, beyond the fact that it elides the class character of those divisions, that some people have enough money to live like like a sultan and other people are sort of you know dying of a stubbed toe um it just imagines that those divisions are like within generations for example like if you wanted to like if you wanted to get people talking across the political divide then you have to go to some fucking retirement communities and then some Fortnite. national service for in the villages yeah national service for boomers is essentially draft, what i'm saying we draft the first cavalry division entirely composed of rascal scooters <laughs> <laughs> uh i have to go out and do my job yes um what i can say is that national service sucks mm. um it's basically just going to be an extended version of the Duke of Edinburgh Award, I think. Um, oh god, that sucked so bad. At least like, no, that's like a very English thing. I don't know. I feel like in America, like it will still be like. Obviously, it's going to be like anchored towards like military stuff, right? But I don't know. I've spoken to like Nate enough times to sort of think that there's a lot of people who have this idea of what the military is, and they have an idea of what like you know the whole. It, notion it actually of- won't be. Uh, it's all about like doing gentrification, right? And fundamentally, like, no, I, f- I feel like the thing that people tend to miss, you know, or like they choose to ignore when it comes to national service is that like class divisions can definitely happen there. Like division, like social divisions can definitely happen there, especially when like, have any of these people like been to school before, like a high school? Mm-hmm. Um, so like any idea that like, oh, it's the social media that's pl- splitting people apart. It's like you can take like your phones and like my computers away and stuff, but like. 
the problems are still the kind of class rooted problems are still there. You right? can never take my the phone social away. divisions are still that you can never take the phone away. If people like can't meme online, they'll just like meme in real life situations. Post free or death. Yes. Um, yeah, like, anyway, aren't you more likely to become like an officer if you're a rich person already? Isn't that already? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> right. And like, I mean, like, it, it, yeah. it's so fucked up to use the military specifically because this idea of like the totalizing institution, like uh, making people equal, is as you've said, to say, completely false. But yeah. even more so when it has a system of explicit structured ranks. Right. Where people are not equal. You have a little thing yeah. that you right. wear. It takes that- people away it takes people away. It takes people from like a society that is structured by like capitalist notions of class and those those classes are still like they they exist, but like how people envision them are like very mm. rigid and like how it's interacting on social media makes it kind of more blurred and rigid. And you're taking them to an institution where like class dynamics are laid out. And you can't yes. question those class dynamics because if you do, then like the institution itself, like yes, of course, it, right. it, it, Like y- you want to like try to move people from the class dynamics of yeah. twenty twenty to the military, which has the class <laughs> dynamics of seventeen ninety six. Because if it what, doesn't, yeah. then the fucking like uh, the the musketry line yeah. doesn't hold, and why even have a military? So before I go, like my final, idea. yeah, my final thing is basically that it's just that. Like what you're basically doing is putting people into a more rigid kind of class system. You're making the divides much more evident. And you're basically saying that, look, regardless of where you fucking are in the world, these divides are going to be there and you better just like accept that and also suck my dick. Mm. Anyway, I'm out because I've got to do my job. So, uh, see ya. All, all right. right. So we're going to we're going to wrap this uh, as we're going to wrap this with the rest of this reading. Uh, it's so a reading series. Pete says. Our intention is for this proposal to create a pathway towards a universal national expectation of service for all four million high school graduates each year. And again, the rat fact mode, that he located rat mode, rat mode, more fa- homework. I would like to assign the nation <laughs> homework. It is th- it is fucking three fifty nine p.m. and I am asking the teacher. Didn't you say that you were going to set homework earlier? Yeah, and that's the thing. If you want to know who Pete Buttigieg's base is and why this, oh, why is the young, young millennial woke mayor not be, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's what because this is, this is this uh, is this is stupid American pundit voice who's like who's so dumb that they are that the that the piece of hay they are chewing extends around the earth and is tickling them in the back uh, where where their uh, overall see. strap has been let down. Um. No, so this is yeah, the, the the national expectation of service for all four million high school graduates each year. Is like, that's appealing to an older pol- that's appealing to an older demographic that thinks the problem is the damn kids. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like so, oh, just like those kids need to go to school more, but like this, but ki- in this school they uh, they get to murder brown people for us. Yeah, cool. Well, no, this, again, this is not. Matt, again, this is this is there's not they're not doing a military thing. Oh, they're, they're doing like, gentr- <laughs> yet. They're doing not yet. City just city do- or whatever. Yeah, it's like, all gentrification. Yeah, as we'll yeah, see. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that they look if it gets implemented, which hope to God it won't. I, um, mm. Then I'm sure it will take on a murderous imperialism characteristic. But it's being just like uh, most things that sort of um, centrist liberal leaders do. It's being sold as just a nice way to have more nice coffee shops in the neighborhood. Um. And so he says that uh, he expects that the first question of every college freshman or new hire will not be, where do you go to college? It will be, where did you serve? 
Would cool. you like to know more? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I, uh, I read the brain bug off of uh, Clandatu. <laughs> Who on earth would have that be their first question? What kind of psychopath wouldn't say, like, how are you? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Kind, the kind of psychopath that volunteered to go to Afghanistan for clout. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Jesus. A, a new generation of American youth bound by mutual service and sacrifice, aware of the common values... Half of these people are on a climate strike. They already have those shared values, you fucking rat. Yeah, it's just they don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. Influenced by the experience of doing real work with people across races, politics, faiths, income oh. levels, and gender identities. Oh. That I disrespect the and gender identities more than the both genders from Giggle, even though it is technically more correct and progressive, yeah. because it just rings so utterly false. Well, also, it's like, you know, things you can't change, like races or income levels. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, I, 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 you know what this is. This is the uh, fucking, like, country hip-hop song about not judging people for sagging their pants if you don't judge me for flying my confederate flag. That's because we're gosh done. We're all Americans. Have we and, have it, we considered more trans woman guards? Uh, have we thought about that? So because because Pete Pete oh Buttigieg, God. The, the brief oh yeah. brief digression, brief yes, sidebar. Yeah, me, the me. worst example of this I've ever heard was a headline which is burned into my brain to this day, and I yeah I will remember it until the day I die verbatim. It is coming out as transgender made me a more effective CIA officer. I, uh, huh? It was in the Atlantic. And just like yeah, cool. Uh, marking that down for a future reading. Uh. That's that's like that's bonus episode gold right there. Uh. Uh, so here's how Pete Buttigieg intends to roll this out because he has the McKinsey brain, where and you can I actually I can see exactly what he's doing because I I I I know exact I know what this is I know what he's doing here. He is basically saying he's going to um he's going to build a minimum viable product. He is going to um he's going to then engage stakeholders around around the world. Around the, around the country, and then he is going to scale that product through further investment. He's doing McKinsey bullshit, but Just, with national oh. service. As a, sta- I, as I a stakeholder, we, I do love to be engaged. Mm, I, I, I hate that we're going to end up doing price fixing for teens. <laughs> <laughs> so, step one, service for all who want it. So that's step oh, one. It's like Medicare for all who want it. I see. So yeah. that's just service for none. Yeah, well, it's uh. Oh no, wait. He means service when he means who want it. He means mandatory here. Mm, well, no. What it means is service. So he's because remember this is this is how this kind of business brain works because that's how most of the industry that he sort of cut his teeth in works, which mm. is which is to which is thinking in terms of of of, of projects, rollouts, and scaling. So the, again, it's. It's it's one of these you, things where you, you just kill one Labrador retriever in your neighborhood and you scale that up to like <laughs> to a, what is a, a kind of Moab, but that only liquefies dog brains. <laughs> um, Wait, so, so it's, a, it's a service if for all who want it to serve. Sure. So, so if you can, fun, if you so, if you like your imperialist death machine, you can keep it. Again, hmm. mm-hmm. the, the imperialism is implied here. It's not <laughs> sure. Uh, I just, there's no way just in like in a you know living my whole life in this country there's no fucking way 
that anyone hears the word service and doesn't think of the military. It's just not mm-hmm. in our brains. Like it just it doesn't exist. That's crazy. You know what it's going to be? Well, so, so, it's so, it's so, going to so. be that you operate uh, uh, like a coffee shop in a low income neighborhood, but you're wearing multicam the whole time. Oh, Alice, yeah, stop. Stop reading ahead. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a, a that that comes in. So I'm I am going to fucking kill myself. Parody again. Uh, we unfortunately, that is another thing that we literally could get in trouble oh, for. Oh Jesus! Look, it's we got to keep ourselves safe from the incredibly overbearing and punitive British state. Yeah, Boris Johnson uh, is going to call you and say that we need yeah. you alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> only, I, 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 only I am, when, I am going only when to, yeah. Britain is in ashes, then you have my permission. <laughs> <laughs> So, mm. step one, service for all who want it. Fund the Serve America Act to increase paid service opportunities to 250000 from 75000 in the existing AmeriCorps grantee organizations um, and targeting and giving service year fellowships targeting our... Now, everyone guess, what are they going to target for people who will come and do service? Are they going to target Harvard? It's going to be like state colleges. State colleges and yep, yep, yep. People uh, go Alice got one. It, it's going to be like the, the mid-lower Texas agricultural school of plowing. High schools, uh, community colleges, vocational schools. I was going to say vocational his- schools. <laughs> historically yep. black universities. Oh. Wow. Well, that's weird. That's because weird because the academics of those match a lot of like Ivy League schools. So I wonder huh. what could make those uh, distinct. Hmm. Interesting. Could it could it be the B? I think it's the H because they want people uh, of his, history. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, the U. So, now many of the schools are universities. I don't know what else yeah. it could be. Yeah. Uh, so you know they're going to target all of these things that are tend to be recognized as in need of intervention, and then also historically back universities. Uh, yeah. so which, thank- which famously are not like yeah. fucking Morehouse or Spelman or whatever. They're doing fine. They don't need. They don't need your. your like you're coming to rescue them. So yeah. uh, like, I, this again, it's the pure thing of he's trying to be woke by saying he's going to target historically black colleges and universities, but then in, he's just implying he's, it's the same thing with Joe Biden's like, yeah, mm, black parents don't yeah, know how Joe to read Biden's the record player on. Joe, Joe Biden would pledge to make every American join Alpha Kappa Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, an emphasis on cross-country service will enable, Nate, put a dog whistle in here, urban youth to serve in rural communities. How would he put a dog whistle in? You can't hear a dog whistle. That's the joke. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. <laughs> shut, shut the... Shut the... <sighs> and, and, and vice versa, even as the proposal continues to support opportunities for service at home with those with deep local ties and duties. So, you know, we're, we're going to get the urban youth to serve in rural communities. Yeah, that's that, we're gonna, that thing. We're going yeah. to solve our national divisions. This motherfucker By, by just treating it like one... it's foreign exchange? Like... Yeah, you know, foreign from urban to rural. I'm a little bit country. You're a little bit rock and roll. Uh, I'm. I watched season two of The Wire, and now I've made it into a policy. Oh, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah famously, uh, racists like way out in the sticks will like stop being racist if they know exactly one black person. That's very that happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You're gonna fight Fox News by making teens go volunteer in the suburbs. Um, oh. D- doing doing the fucking Book of Mormon. 
in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah great. Also, also it completely misrepresents like who's living in rural areas nowadays in America. Oh, sure. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because also, if you want to solve the divisions, it's in the fucking suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or the villages, like the retirement communities. Yeah, it's in increasingly- Which incidentally need a lot of, like, service, because old people need their, like, poops wiped and things of that nature. Uh, but uh, you just don't really get that vibe from this. So, and there's consideration for public service student debt forgiveness. So there's his college debt plan. Awesome. So, No mention- you know. oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> step two. Building service communities. So that's the step two. Create competitive grant funding for cities, counties, and communities to create ecosystems of service around regional issues. I love to create an ecosystem of service. That's not... What the fuck language is that? Ecosystem of (laughs) service? Like it's a coral reef? Like what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about, Peter? Uh, these grants would be built on the cities of service model, such as South Bend's 2018 Love Your Block Award. Which is where Why? you level all the homes not belonging to white people. Yes. Yep. No, I love I love that his his like his thing is just as the dumb Bison attack had correctly identified, just trying to parlay his very small college town mayor stuff into national policy. And so it's just like, oh, we did a, a thing where you could, like, love your block. What if we did that, but the block was a city, you know? Yeah. What if you could and... hug an entire town? <laughs> I also, like, thing is- I talk about this all the time, but, like, I really can't fucking countenance that, like, because of America and how shitty and bad we are, uh, that, like, people in other countries have to know about the f- the politics of the former mayor of fucking South Bend. <laughs> like, we gotta, we gotta worry about, like, the po- like the policy. Like, everyone in the world now knows that, like, what happened to the, f- the former fire chief of the South Bend fucking fire department. Yeah. And it's like, I can't imagine having to know this shit about anywhere you else. Don't, you don't have to know anything about Matt Hancock. Yeah, because, like, uh, because the fucking South Bend guy might, like, literally uh, make your wedding explode like <laughs> oh, that's God. the other thing right his his whole thing is to it, this is a fun other fundamental liberal belief like that gentrification makes neighborhoods better because that's basically what love your block was it was turning more of south bend into like it was the hobo turning into a, <laughs> the mailbox. a, a post box <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, his it's so he he thinks that by working to turn more of america into like mailboxes flatbush flat that mm. <laughs> or, or like flatbush now or parts of flatbush or fucking whatever hackney yeah that he's go- like, like so by somehow like doing a barn raising on an, on an identical natural wine bar you're somehow going to fight <laughs> fascism it's wild that like for- you think that like turning it into a neighborhood where like it's too expensive for the people that live there but nobody wants to live there because it's so far out and was traditionally working class and considered like dangerous or whatever like like say a lot of like uh, what's happening in brooklyn right now uh mm. so but if you think about it if nobody lives in a neighborhood then there's no crime and there's no problems it's the same with the Matt Hancock plan to reduce uh, waiting times in the NHS by having everyone move up one. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone moves up one neighborhood. Anyway, yeah. so just just so listeners of the show know, that is what South Bend's Love Your Block grant was used for in 2018. So to just basically force a lot of black and Latino residents out of their oh, homes. Th- oh, this was the thing. This was the thing that yeah. allowed him to demolish all of those homes. Yes. No, it was oh, just sweet. it was just other people learning to love their blocks. 
by of eliminating course. some elements from said blocks. Sometimes, mm. in order to save the village, you have to bomb the village. Mayor Pete. <laughs> can, can, I, can I say, Riley, that the phrase natural wine bar, I like barn raising, has, like, fully taken me out? That's going to occupy a place in my brain for a while. <laughs> now our listeners have to think about that. You um, love inflicting this stuff on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like the bartenders with like the fucking weird armbands around their bicep coming out from the village. Uh, <laughs> they all have yeah. like one piece of the uh, bar. Tis, all one piece of the bar. Tis a, fi- tis a fine wine bar, English, but tis no pool. <laughs> so, this approach will foster local capacity and empower local leaders to connect the federal, state, and local philanthropic services to each other and incubate 21st century service models. This is just from a strategy consulting deck. Yes, but it's also the Laura Mipson. Yeah. What is a 21st century service model? Why do these things need to be connected to one another? What is it that they're doing? What, how is it? What's You're, being incubated? Capacity. Uh, y- yes. No, no, not capacity. He's fostering capacity. He's incubating the, the service models. We're incubating yeah. uh, Akira. And then <laughs> mm. what will hatch is uh, uh, maybe a co-working space or Innovation. perhaps a dorm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Prioritize communities of color and rural areas, which are too often neglected in national service efforts. So, okay. don't we're not gonna we're gonna be because he's announced he's gonna be a deficit hawk. So we're not going to say fund this stuff. We're no. just going to you know we're just gonna send all, a bunch of apple cheeked teens. To we're go gonna send and, like, a bunch of apple stuff. Yeah, we're send a bunch of apple cheeked teens to go and you know like redline. Wait, this is yeah, like, like this it, is exactly the move one up thing for the hospitals. Almost exactly where if they. They're sending like teenagers to go to these areas where there's no hospitals, and then they're going to be the doctors. We're training. <laughs> we're training a generation of eighteen-year-olds from fucking like uh, Columbus, Ohio, to become like old-timey barbers. Yeah, fucking Doogie <laughs> Howser future. So step three, and we're going to finish uh, after this one. Service at scale. So remember, what we've done is we've, we've incubated through existing programs the capacity for um, sending Models. kids out to do stuff. Yeah. And then we have you built on that success by um, connecting these different groups together and allowed them to incubate their own service models. Oh, Death Stranding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pete Stranding. Yeah, Pete Ports of Bridges. Oh, that's the episode title right there. Mm. Pete Stranding. Um, and then three, service at scale. So then now that we've got the... The, the seeds, and they've been spread all over everywhere. We do the service at scale. And this is just to illustrate how thinking in metaphor like a business moron is poison in terms of actually effective, effectively doing things. So quadruple service opportunities to 1 million high school graduates by 2026, the 250th anniversary of America's independence. The by demi by demi-centennial. Yeah. Rolls that, right that off thing the we love. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like you know, this is what they had. This is what I think that the founding fathers had in mind was just a a bunch of a bunch of like a bunch of a sixteen year olds just being shipped around the country to go and um just, just go paint an enormous long fence it's, forever. It's twenty five percent of Pete's thousand year Reich plan. I don't understand what the big deal is. <laughs> to go and to go and paint every building in America a beautiful sky blue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and th- at that point, he will create a position of chief service officer who stands on the National Security Council. Oh, cool! So it's just Matt, a bunch you were of, right. Like, <laughs> you were right. It's, it's a bunch of, of fucking right. like CIA freak shows 
like blood dripping psychopaths and then one guy from the Peace Corps. Yeah, like what's like what's okay, like you said the three steps, but what is phase two then, right? Like all the yeah, all, yeah. like all the there is all the a, there wine is a bars seek for a protocol to yeah. this. All the wine bars like a big door flips open and a tank rolls out of them. Like <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, as, the other you, thing, right? as part of your national service, you will be impregnated with a series of code phrases that President Buttigieg can use at his discretion. Uh, and when you hear the phrase "corporate social responsibility, Black Lives Matter," <laughs> you, your eyeballs will turn red and you will just begin killing. Yeah, and like here's the here's the thing, right? You could also tell that again, like this is because. I've just read a lot of the same things that Mayor Pete has read. I know exactly like what his thinking was in putting this together. I mean, again, thinking goes at two levels. There's the thinking of the ostensible purpose and the thinking of the real purpose, which yeah. is to thinking one and thinking two. Yeah, which is basically this: the government is calling it national service, but we at Trash Future have a much more alarming name for it: the Killbot Factory. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going heavy on Simpsons today. Yeah, um, more than usual. Um, it's good to me. But like what, what the ostensible thing is here, right? Is there's this concept called the security development nexus, which is a the, which is a theory that was at the core of the Marshall Plan and Operation Glad therefore Operation Gladio, but also like all of what we've done in like Pete recruiting a bunch of 120 year old Nazis to train <laughs> high school graduates in painting fences, and it's just like yeah, th this was the this was the guy, this was the best guy in the Wehrmacht at painting fences. Nobody else can do it like him. We need him. The German so, efficiency but, for fence painting. So what, yeah. what the security development nexus basically says is that there's this policy, there's this paradox where the more underdeveloped a country is, the more insecure it will therefore be, the more conflict prone it will be. And so you can you can understand that what Pete is really doing is he's thinking about America like a country that has to be pacified and that you can pacify it by tapping an by having an untapped labor source, the, the teens, um, and then going and doing economic development. But of course, the problem is the theory of the security development nexus has basically been, I don't know, pretty heftily poo-pooed because it's just never worked unless it's like been unless it has been in the context of like Marshall, the Marshall Plan and Gladio. Yeah, yeah, it's and and like with something like Afghanistan, the whole idea was we're going to pour money into it, force it to be just secure enough to get a bit of development, and then like capitalism kicks in and everyone's too and busy getting out. rich. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone's too busy getting rich to fight. Which, and, as we have seen, did not work. Yeah, and so what he's no doing one's is ever he's, fought over money. Also, that's never yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. He's he's essentially reheating a largely discredited idea in order to, like, more effectively occupy the country he wants to be president of. Well, like, it's like his one of his uh, tweets as mayor was a uh, fascinating article about counterinsurgent strategies and local policing dovetails nicely with more local engagement. So what he says is expand existing and create new service corps, including a climate corps. Uh, yeah, well, there's your fascism. Yeah, they're going to be manning the wall. Uh, mm. Community. I, I, I hate. I hate to live in 2048 when aged President Buttigieg forces the like generation down from the Gravel teens to man the wall and machine gun boats. That's going to be cool. 
Yeah, so, you know, the Climate Corps, and don't ask any more questions about what they'll be doing, the, communi- <laughs> the Community Health Corps, with a focus on community well-being, mental health, yeah, that's, addiction, that, that, and that's substance the one, use issues. That's the one the where you Corps. dump the, the apple the apple cheek teen into West Virginia and make him a doctor to go <laughs> treat all of the opioids. Yeah, so, you know, again, that joke you made earlier, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the Intergenerational Service Corps. Wait, shit, no, that is the villagers, so I was right three times. <laughs> that they will be wiping the poops after all. Oh, is that- it, actually, that when you said that stuff earlier, it gave you future sight, but in a very useless way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hate having this. You're a precog, but for dumb bullshit. Yeah, every every so often I just like scream, and like a marble runs down a channel, and it like lists a Buttigieg policy on it, <laughs> and it will just be something like uh, fucking um, do, do what if Jobs were an app? Uh, well, you just did it again, so everyone set your timers. No, uh, shut, so, no, shut the fuck up. So, uh, intergenerational th- service corps with a focus on caregiving, mentorship, and other opportunities. The other uh, opportunities are when they line up the, the infirm people against a wall and shoot them in, in, yeah. in phase three of Pete's presidency. Yeah. Well, no, I think that the Pete plan here is less about um, liquidating the elderly. I think they're going to be quietly turned into food. Um, <laughs> as long as it's uh, quiet. I, 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 would, I would like to push. I know you like Pete Stranding, but I would like to implore you to make the episode title Indiana Uberalis, because that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also the focus on mentorship. So it's uh. like, oh yeah, th- again, the assumption is that like all the entire generation of people who all just like Roger Ailes had his hand up their ass is working their mouth like a puppet. We need them to be mentoring the teens who are all on climate strike. It's like basically well, well, what, what like, we need to do is we need to make Greta Thunberg go on the Spartan Agoge. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know, Eva, to- all these other candidates are offering all this free shit. Unlike Pete, who's going to send one teen to my house for me to yell at personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that'll anyway, fix everything. So- that's this is this is just to bring this back around again. I was so delighted when I saw that Pete had a plan for national service because I I every three years in Britain, some moronic politician that never polls above you know four percent will have the idea for national service because like just like national ID cards, everyone in Britain fucking hates the idea, um, or like almost everyone does. So like. Blairites in their 30s and early 40s like national ID cards because they love the idea of being able to like tap or swipe for more things. Um, very old, no one else trusts it. Very sort of old people who all are convinced they fought in World War II despite being born in 1963. Uh, they love national service because then um, the kids can experience what they feel like they would have experienced had they been born sometime earlier. Mm. Uh, but none, but like. No, this it just never gains any traction, and it's always brought up again and again and again by someone who thinks it's going to be like their big political thing, and it's just such a thrill to see it in America as well. You guys caught our disease. Yeah, I, I so feel like this guarantees is, uh, citizenship. I feel like Bloomberg is going to roll this out too. I have like a deep gut feeling about that. Mm. Bloomberg, who wants uh, everything to be tied to your thumbprint. Mm. He when he was the, when he was the cool mayor guy. of when he was the mayor of my, the fine city that I live in. Um, he multiple times tried to get uh, SNAP benefits. And um, like uh, if you like lived in the housing projects, he wanted to fingerprint everybody. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, you that's know, a that's... normal guy. It's like it's like swiping and tapping, but for your body. 
Yeah. It's like giggle. Um, we, we've contracted this out as a giggle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you both what? reached for the same hacky joke there at the same yeah. second. Oh my! So uh, we've also we've gone we've gone for a while as we ordinarily do. It's been yeah, because Matt, a bit of a you were a really good guest. Oh, thank so you. I was worried I was talking too much. No, no. no. On the uh, contrary, yeah, this is what we want, and so we just talk for like three hours. Beautiful. Uh, we, oh, we've got to have you back on soon. Uh, so Matt, you've been fantastic to have you on. Fantastic to talk to you oh, today so on this the premium episode of oh. Trash Future. Mm. Um, and. Very excited, like we said at the beginning, new shirts designed by none other than special guest Matt Lipchansky. Hey, they're very, I'm very uh, excited about them. I'm very happy. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. so good. Well, it was that's a great, so good. A great a, the best design prompt I've ever gotten for anything in my life. Like, I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. Like, this was like, you sent that to me and I was like, this is the best design job I've ever had. I'm so happy. <laughs> so, uh, if you, we are going to be releasing those pretty soon, uh, but know that they are coming. Uh, also, I'm excited. Uh, also, yes, allow your heart to grow with excitement. Uh, with that, or serving in the yeah, that's a better, much better form of national service is designing us T-shirts. Um, <laughs> yeah, if uh, that's what we're, what's going to happen, if it's Bernie Sanders, it's going to be designed t- design T-shirts to your favorite podcasts. Um, so, also uh, our stream, uh, it's going to be with friend of the show, show Sinan Coast. We're going to be playing Mountain Blade again. We are yes. going to be playing the game where we get robbed by naked men over and over and over <laughs> with Sinan Coast. Living Coast. in Glasgow. Hmm. <laughs> so tune in on twitch.tv slash Trash Future Podcast. That is going to be on Saturday at 5 GMT. Um, and additionally, we are going to be at Bristol Transformed on the 5th of March. And we're going to do a live show on the 11th of March. Remember remember the 11th of March. Um and uh, Matt, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, yeah, sure. So, I mean, if you are a publication, I'm always up for, I'm freelancing right now and I'm ready to draw anything for anyone at all times. Uh, the other thing is the publication. I'm one of the editors and contributors for The Nib. Our newest print issue just came out. Uh, it's called, it's about animals. It's all very good. Uh, you can go to thenib.com uh, slash membership and join and get, or thenib.com slash inkwell, sorry, you can, and join there. Um, there's a lot of really great stuff in there. Um, there's a big feature written by um, a prisoner who was at Guantanamo for 15 mm. years. Um, wow. I'm going to butcher his name. His name is Mansour, Mansour Adafi. Adafi. Mm. And uh, he lived, it's all about like how uh, seeing all the wildlife in Guantanamo like, kept him sane while he lived there for 15 years before he got sent to Serbia where he's never been or lived. Hmm. Because uh, anyway, well, love love to go to Serbia. Yeah, yes. uh, but the the whole issue is really good. And there's a lot of also very fun, yeah. stupid stuff in there. Um, yeah, on new same. I employ Matt. Uh, yeah. Subscribe to the Nib. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, otherwise, our theme tune is by Ginseng. It's called "Here We Go." You can find it on Spotify. You should check it out. So, from here at at the Trash Future Farms to your family, uh, it is. <laughs> you're you're us. still on the Orson Welles thing, aren't you? Yes. yes also, I you told me this was Brexit cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. We did th- all of this was just a litany, an hour and a half of inside jokes from the rest of our our show. Um, okay. This 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 must now end. I'm I'm hitting the end button. I'm mashing the end button over and over and over again. Uh, uh, we will talk to you all soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.